know what's going to happen on Sunday. This Sunday? Everyone's going to spoil it for me anyway. No, dude, they spoiled it for me on uh, this week. Oh, yeah? What do you mean they spoiled it for you? On football Twitter, it's too no, they no really. They're like, oh, because everyone's watching Game of Thrones, and they're like, oh, dude, that that scene with Arya, dude, Come no, you, you cannot do and, this. <laughs> this is so crucial right now. Well, then I got a shotgun two episodes and get caught up. <laughs> we'll, we'll we can right now after do that the tonight. Yeah. All right, all right. Then we'll do that. No, actually, no. We no, gotta actually, watch, no, we, gotta no watch, we have to watch. Uh, no, we have to get Rui caught up with Infinity War. Yeah, Rui hasn't seen Infinity War. And yeah, he wants to see one. the. He, of course, he, he wants to see the new Marvel movie that came out. So he needs to see that movie, or else Endgame will make no sense to him. Well, I gotta get on that. I gotta get on that. Yeah. Every single, su- every single, su- like superhero movie, Marvel uh, movie, I've watched. I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked all of them. I still don't know what the hell's going on half the time, but I think they're cool. Just wait until wait until you see Infinity War, and then you'll be like, wow. I really need to. I need to finish this movie. I was like, I saw the Civil War movie, and Dylan's like, "Dude, that shit came out like seven years ago." (laughs) (laughs) Like I saw that like a month ago. (laughs) Wait, who's Thanos? I don't know. No, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. You know. I don't know what happened to him. You guys are telling me like, "Oh, you have to watch this movie first. Then we'll watch the new one." That's what we'll do. I'll get caught up on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. We'll really we'll catch up on the Marvel movies, and the universe will be in balance. Okay. Anyway, well, anyway. what did, what did you, what are we doing here? All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Red Card Report podcast. If you couldn't tell, <laughs> we officially have Joe back on mic. Yeah, hi he everybody. Is, he is officially back with us again. Welcome back, Joe. Yeah, thanks, Missy, buddy. Quite a few weeks now. <clears throat> yeah, definitely, definitely a few weeks. Sorry about that. You went to. Uh, where was it? you were on a bachelor party in Austin? Correct. Then you that went to New York, right? You would... took the lady friend. Yep, to New York. Yep, went to New York, and it was awesome. It's always a nice thing to do. There are some characters in New York. Let me tell you that. I'll tell you that much. When when the weather is nice outside, everyone comes out, and you see some pretty interesting people. If you want to people watch, New York City is it. That's all I'm saying. No, oh, I can only imagine. I've only no. been to New York a couple times. I try to avoid that place like the plague. I also, I, I'm not a city person, so I don't even like going into Boston, <laughs> let alone the fucking nightmare over in New York. Nah, but yeah. great, Boston, great Boston's time. traffic competes with New York's. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucking terrible. I, I experienced it today at work. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, it was really crowded. I just don't like people. I know. I know. So I don't like. I don't, I'm, I'm convinced you I don't, don't even, even like, going, like us. I don't even like going into the city here sometimes. Yeah. 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 And Whatever. Providence is small. I yeah, deal it is, with yeah. it. If you deal can't deal with, with Providence, you certainly cannot deal with, deal with Boston and oh, New yeah. York. Yeah. New York's a different animal compared to Boston, but yeah. All know. right, all right. What do you got for us? Yeah, let's move on. So we obviously, we've been away for a couple weeks now. Um, well, Joe's been away for a couple weeks yeah, now. Yeah, you guys have been here. We, <clears throat> the, the, the show itself, we didn't do anything last week just because we were caught up with a bunch of stuff. Um, but... What happened last week was the Champions League. So we're a little late to the topic, but we're going to cover it today. Mm-hmm. And take a look at all the games. And uh, we're also going to get, do a couple of predictions for the next round. Yeah. Um, we'll start with Porto and Liverpool first. So in the second leg, Liverpool, uh, Porto was a home team. Liverpool ended up walking away with a 4-1 victory. 
and advancing on aggregate six to one. So before we get to the other games, we'll start with that one. And guys, what do you think? You you go first, really. Yeah, that one. This one hurt because um, I actually did watch this game. Um, Porto played fantastic until that first that first Liverpool goal. You know, the statistics showed that Porto already had 13 shots going into halftime, and Liverpool only had one, and it was the only goal of that half. Away, right? You know, Marega could have scored four or five goals just in this, just in the first half alone. He had so many opportunities. He had a couple of opportunities in the first leg to at least pull one back. That's what, yeah. You know, but you know, when at the end of the day, it's Liverpool. They have so much class. Mane, Salah, Firmino, they all put a goal in in the back of the net. You know, that that attacking trio is just absolutely insane. Um, you know, it's if if one is not on on their game, the other one or the other two, they're there to back them up. And when all three of them are absolutely clicking, it's just it's just impossible to stop that. It's, you know, in a team like Porto, which they showed, you know, really promising result like they showed a promising performance you know they they played well they fought hard they made a few mistakes that led to um to Liverpool's goals and Liverpool took advantage of you know the the mismatches and you know hats off to Liverpool but hats off to Porto too you know as a Portista I'm really happy for them they fought well I wish they could have had a better result but um at the end of the day I feel, like, uh, just I feel like the score line, incredible team. The scoreline almost doesn't do them justice, or doesn't tra- tell the uh, the most accurate story because they played well overall in those two games. You know what I mean? You look at the aggr- the final aggregate being six to one, and you're like, "Oh, Liverpool must yeah. have shit on them." But it really wasn't like that. Porto had their chances. They they competed the whole way. They just weren't fortunate enough to walk away with a better result. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely an open game, um, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's the way Porto. Porto played it like they, they could have easily have just you know played defensive because they I mean that's honestly what I thought they were going to do because they have a good defense right you know so credit to them for taking the game to Liverpool like you said really they just got unlucky with the chances that they had you know Marega didn't put away any of his chances so I mean that's that's just the way sometimes the, the cookie crumbles you know yeah I mean the result really doesn't explain like as you guys said the result really doesn't uh, explain the the entire story uh Porto played really well they just they just didn't capitalize it could have been more competitive I'm not saying they would have went through or you know or they they were the better team at the end I'm not going to say that but I think it could have been much more competitive than the actual result next uh next game on our list was Barcelona and Manchester United Barcelona ended up walking away with a 3-0 victory in the second leg and walking away and moving on with a final aggregate of 4-0. Are we really <clears throat> surprised? I mean, it's Barcelona. That's what uh, we're we're talking about Barcelona and a weak Manchester United side. I was expecting better from Manchester United though. I was too. I think that all of us were the I mean they only lost one nothing in the first leg, but they gave, they got severely outplayed in that first leg. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it took the words so, out of my mouth. And I was one. not I was expecting Manchester United to put up more of a fight. I actually picked them in this in this series. I figured with getting Pogba back and a lot of their injured players back in the lineup, they'd be able to put up a good fight and maybe even walk away with the upset. 
over Barcelona, but they just did not show up to play whatsoever. And here's the thing. I don't even think Barcelona went into high gear with this game either. I think that they were they were pretty much cruising in second gear. They didn't go... In both legs. In both legs, right. This... It didn't seem like it was that much work for them. Sure, the scoreline for the first tie was only one nothing, but that, like you said, Dylan, they got really outplayed. And then the second leg, just like, boom. Messi with two goals, Coutinho with a goal... Granted, one of the one of Messi's goals was from uh, David de Gea howler, which right. he sh- he should have had. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And uh, I mean, can you elaborate a little bit more on that, uh, Rui? Yeah. Just for for all the goalkeepers out there, you know, everyone when it comes to when it comes to goalkeeping, they're always held under like a microscope. You know, they're always going to be remembered for the gaffes that they let up, but never really for like the incredible saves that they that they make. And we've and we've seen this with David de Gea the last few years, especially last season. I said this on on early on one of the earlier podcasts. You know, without David de Gea last season, Manchester United wasn't going to finish second place, and maybe fourth. I don't even know if they would have been in the Champions League this year. You know, without him or without the performance that he had last year. This guy's been just under so much pressure. His defense has been abysmal this year. He's constantly, he's constantly, you know, the the opposition is constantly breathing down his neck every single game. Yeah. And at a point, it becomes really, really frustrating for a goalkeeper when you're literally trying to keep your team, when you're relying on him to keep your team in the game. Yeah, I was going to say Messi had acres of space from what I saw yeah. in the game. The defense just let... His first goal was incredible. Yeah, oh, it was great. But you saw the space he had. He, he yep. could have taken even more time with his shot, and he still would have made it. Yeah, you I know? mean, Barcelona is a, is a great team. I, I You know, this is no surprise to me. Manchester United, as of lately, they've been pretty pretty depressing to watch. <laughs> Um and it, it's not even it's not even they the went talent. Off to, they went off to that hot start. Yeah, yeah on fire they're... as soon as they changed managers to Ole Solskjaer, and as of the last what seven weeks, eight weeks, would you say they lost what They've five been, or six since they beat since they beat PSG, they lost to Arsenal two nil. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know Arsenal's a, it's a good squad. You're competing with them, um, for the top four, but then you lose to Wolves twice, one in the FA Cup and one in the league. You know, and then you you beat Watford two to one. They played a little bit better in that game, but it's Watford. But yeah. you lose to Wolves twice in a row mm-hmm. in a matter of three matches. You know, it, it's it's unacceptable. Then you you, you don't play well against games. Barcelona yep. in the first leg. The same thing, and in the second leg, it was even worse. It looked like they just they just gave up. There was just no. There's no. There's no desire. There's no like hard work. There's no that's faith. That's what I was. That's what I was going to ask, and maybe Evan could even point. You know, answer this question if you were here. But I'll ask both of you this: Is is the motivation still there? I don't think for, so. Under Solskjaer, because we saw what the team's capable of doing when they're motivated. But now I feel like that flame is gone. You know, I think this is just a mentality issue. I think this is uh, um, under Man United. I think it's a mentality issue at this point. When it's when when Ole uh, Solskjaer is, is now saying that these players need a reality check, that's that's a signal of of yeah. a lack of mentality. 
No, I completely agree. And I, I, I was just about to say that this only con- confirms my theories from earlier this season. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, Mourinho has his flaws and he was to blame for a good chunk of what happened at the beginning of this year. But I always felt that Mourinho didn't deserve the majority of the blame. I still mm-hmm. felt that with his faults that the players still deserved a large chunk of the blame for, for their performance. And in particular, Pogba, but overall the whole team. And this kind of confirms everything because they they essentially got what they wanted. They sw- switched managers. Now they're under Ola Solskjaer. Mm-hmm. They had that you know great six weeks at the very beginning after changing managers, and now they've gone back to playing the exact same way that they were under Mourinho. Yeah, and you just see, and you know, I think you're, I think you're really right, and you're onto something. Where, me personally, when you're the manager of the club, you're responsible for everything that's going on. You know, you're the leader, you're the main guy, so you overwatch everything. So it's under your responsibility. It's under your watch. So you have to take the majority of the responsibility, but. Now that we're seeing the same exact things going on again, and it's not just Pogba, it's the rest of the locker room. And that was a main issue, even under Mourinho. It was just a lack of mental toughness. Of course, this team is young, and they do have quality. They do have potential. But it, it, they're toiling around the same mountain. And you know what? Ole Shulkshire, for him to really call the team out, I think Dylan's 100% right. I don't think the majority of the blame should go towards Mourinho. I don't think it should because at, at it came to a Wait, certain so point. so you think the majority of the blame should go to Mourinho? No, or should, no, no, should not. Originally, oh, okay, okay, I did okay. because, you know, I yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I believe that the, the manager the is overwatching everything, yeah. so it's under his watch. Um, but now, you know, it, at this point, Ole Schultzai is starting to lose faith in his players just as Mourinho did earlier in the season. And now, like as you mentioned, Mourinho has his flaws. There were certain instances, a lot of instances throughout this, the beginning of the season where he's just like, what the hell? Like, what the hell is he doing mm-hmm. at times? Yeah. Like, you're just throwing wood on the fire. Yep. And you're not making no, it better. he's very good at that. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I, I always said this, I understand exactly where Mourinho was coming from, but he's just not going about it the right way. Yeah. So, you know... Then they sacked him. Ole Shulksire comes in. Everything turns around. Everyone is happy. Now they suffer a couple of losses, and they realize that they just don't have that that chemistry there. They're being inconsistent. Now the entire locker room is just, you know, they're, they're not giving everything. They're defeated mentally. Yeah. So they just, they need to just pull themselves up by their bootstraps. You know, and... And for the Manchester United fans, I'm sure they don't mind losing games. They don't. They wouldn't mind losing to Barcelona because Barcelona is a top club. Yeah. Manchester United is still in that rebuilding stage, but at least just so, show something different. Yeah, you know, show show heart. Yeah, go in there, show and fight, get some work done. Show what it means to wear that honorable Manchester United jersey. All right. So moving on to the next matchup on our list. Um, Joe, your team. Yep. Juventus and Ajax. Yep. Ajax wins the second leg 2-1 to one over Juventus, and they win on aggregate 3-2. to two. And home. Yep. Yep. So Juve is done. Cristiano done. Ronaldo, for the first time in quite a while, is knocked out of the Champions League, and 
Ajax moves on in the semifinals. Yep. What is there really? The whole world knows this. Um, I'll, I'll definitely I'll keep this short. I'm not going to go on like a long rant. But what I will say is, credit to Ajax. They deserve a hundred and ten percent of all the praise that they're getting. They played fantastic. Um, and let's just be honest, Juventus didn't. Um, listen to clearly to what I'm about to say. Juventus hung in there, okay, for the f- first half, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking strictly about the, yeah, they sec- went up the second nothing. leg. They they took the initiative in both of those games, actually. They were the first team to score. Mm-hmm. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo did his job. He is not to blame for anything. He is the whole reason why, why they got there anyway. Um, what else? Um I think Allegri is out of ideas. Um, I think the board didn't give Cristiano Ronaldo the right supporting cast to try and really push the Champions League agenda. Um, Our midfield was trash. And we got totally outplayed there. You could see it. I'm not even convinced that the board didn't give give Ronaldo uh, a solid or a strong supporting cast. Because Juve has all the talent in the world. They've yeah. had talent for years now. I mean, they've won, it's going to be their, what, eighth straight Scudetto? Yep. Um, it's already I, in the bag. Right, yeah. yeah. And it's so I guess my point is, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the team. I think it's Allegri. And I, I am inclined to agree. I think that Allegri is a great coach. He is a great coach. He will win you trophies. But there's just something about this team this year that I don't think he was ever able to really figure out. We don't have an identity. Like it Barcelona seems- has tiki taka. They they play that way. Ajax has a similar sort of style. Total they play football. total football and it's right. constantly moving. And usually the the Italian teams have that, you know, rock solid defense and you know, they Which go they on do. the counterattack. Juve has been leaking goals and not been playing well for a long, long time. I can count on my my hand the number of times that they've played well this season. Yeah, that's true. And this is not one of them. And it's you know it, it's it just shows the quality that Juventus has, but they just never fully extracted it. Yeah, because all season long in the league, even in some Champions League games, they just. Like they were just grinding through these games, right? You know, just like what champions do. That's what champions do. But when you're in the Champions League and you're pushing forward, that's going to catch up to you. You have to bring your A game. Look at what happened in the first game against Atletico. What did they do? They they went on a they yeah. Allegri just went on a, a complete 180 with his tactics, his strategy, the the mentality going into the game. He flipped from defensive to attack. And look what happened. Yeah, I just like that's what I wanted to see going into this game, and it didn't happen. I, I do. I, it's inexplicable. Chiellini's like, a huge loss when you when you don't have that guy on the field. It's would he have made the difference? I don't know if he even would have made the difference against this team because you saw the way that Ajax played. They were passing the ball around, and Juventus was chasing this game the entire time. Yeah, they were. One guy. I mean. Chiellini was there in the first leg against Atletico, so you saw like the flaws that the team was making while he was on the pitch. Um, 
would he have made a difference? Maybe not. But I can guarantee you that goal against uh, that the goal Delict scored on the corner might not happen. May have not have happened if Chiellini was there. And I mean, we did have a lot marking, of injuries, and he got and he, you know, he he bullied he bullied uh, Rugani. Yeah, he know? did. He he really did. Like I said, Juventus deserves every single amount of criticism that they have been getting, and I'm definitely one of their one of the critics because um, they they went all in. They went on all in on Cristiano Ronaldo to try and bring in the Champions League. And that didn't happen this year. So all I can say is we'll try again next year. Another midfielder or two and another center back, a real center back. Absolutely, 100%. I'm talking about Bonucci. We got to no, we got to get rid of that guy. <clears throat> I think you guys would be contenders for next like favorites for next year. Yeah. A couple more center midfielders and another center back and I think you guys would be pretty damn good. Yeah, so on that note though, we'll move we'll move right on to the last game and uh, after this then we'll do some predictions for the semifinal matches. Um but the next next matchup of course is Man City versus Tottenham. Uh Man City was the home team in this one. They actually won the game 4 to 3. Right. However, they lost the final the total aggregate. Well, excuse me. Well, they was, tied the right. final aggregate yeah. 4 to 4. But they lost, and Tottenham moved on because they because, because of the away goals, correct? Right. Um, and I don't want to say some controversy at the end of the game, but oh, there was controversy. They, yeah, they came very, very close to walking away with the victory in this. With this, what one. a shitty way to go out! Yeah, because there was that the VAR called the goal back at the very, very end of the game. Yep. It was like they Aguero was offsides. Yep. Crossed into just, Sterling. Just it was a, a great play. It was a great play, but he was just inches off sides. Inches. And it was the right call. I mean, that's what VAR is for, right? Yeah. Uh, man, what a shitty way to go out. Can I just say this? I think Son is one of my new favorite players. That guy's been the best. Don't want to say he's the best player on Tottenham, but he has been, I don't know, the most crucial guy, the yeah. go-to guy. Look at the times when... Harry, Harry Kane was, was injured uh, a few weeks back, mm-hmm. and then he was injured in in January. Also, Deli Ali was injured in in January. Son was the guy. Erickson and Son were the two main guys, and Son was really putting away all these crucial goals. And in this game, he was absolutely and incredible. Fuego. And Fuego, like, yeah, like absolutely stellar. This guy. It's just, I like it's just incredible. Yeah, it just it's just incredible how much he has grown, how much his game has evolved in the last couple of years that he's been that he's been at Tottenham. You know, it, it, this team is going to be really good. They haven't invested in any players in the last in the off season. Mm-hmm. You know, they're being very like fiscally <laughs> responsible. Uh-huh. You know, waiting to move in to their new stadium until the time is right. You know. It's it's been incredible what they've been able to do, and I, if if they were able to spend money maybe on another central midfielder, this team would be absolute favorites because everything just works. Everything works with this team when they're all fully healthy. When a couple of players are out, when Harry Kane is out, they still they find a way. Yeah, they still find a way. Pochettino has done a great job, even though domestically this isn't ha- this is this has not been the best season for them. But they're really, really taking it to the other side, to the to all the haters, mm-hmm. to all the doubters. That Tottenham 
is capable of 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 competing with the absolute best in Europe. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I was um I was rooting for Tottenham. I'm not a big Man City fan. Um I was very frustrated at the end of the game. I I texted you guys in the group chat yeah. when <clears throat> when uh Sterling scored that goal before it had gotten taken back and I was just like, What the fuck? Like I fucking hate this game. <laughs> yeah, like I, I can't believe I just <laughs> like wasted my entire like the last two hours of my day watching this shit. And then I look up from texting you guys and I see the, you know, the big blue VAR sign, like VAR no goal and all that and it made my day a lot better. Yeah, you were like L O L J K. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tottenham but, wins. Then you were all happy. But yeah, that, that's it's a, it. Was an insane game to be. I it was mean, an incredible game. It was you know what? What's I, defending? I feel, I, what is defending with these two teams? Nothing. No, they don't defend. Not in that game. Maybe nope. in the first game for sure. But in the second leg, I mean, what, what a great game! I feel for. I really do feel for City because I think they were the better team. Oh, hands down. I think they were the yeah. better team. Hands down. I think Tottenham played well, maybe a little bit better than them in the first half, or at least the beginning of the first half. Um, in the second half, Man City absolutely manhandled them. Yeah, out. I think Tottenham played the game that they had to play. Yeah, yeah, they, against, they, against City. Yeah. I think they had to just play, grind it out, mm-hmm. and just capitalize. Yep, that's what I wanted to say. And, you know, that's what most teams have to do when they go up against a team like uh, against a team like City that likes to control the game with possession. You know, and it's very difficult because your time of possession is just so like minimal that. Every possession counts when you do have the ball. Yeah, and we're looking at like when I'm looking at the, the statistics counter. right now: sixty six percent to thirty four percent. It's you know big gap. So you thirty four percent of the game you have possession. That's that's as much as you can do to score. Yeah, you know and they scored three and goals they scored three that. goals. But also, what's a liability is when you're Manchester City, you know, you're more vulnerable to make mistakes because you have possession of the ball. Yeah, so it could go both ways, but. You know, Tottenham has the players that can play the counter. So Yeah, they do. They, so they do. That, so. They took advantage of that. And, I mean, the last goal that they scored from Llorente was a set piece from a corner. So, right. I mean, they, like, like they took advantage. They just took advantage. And, I mean, that the first goal that they scored in the, in the first leg was crucial. Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Credit to Tottenham. Good job. Yeah, when you can protect home home field in the first leg, that's that's crucial, and it benefited Tottenham. Benefited huge. All right, fellas. Well, that's all of the quarterfinal matchups out of the way. So the teams moving on, <clears throat> and and the matches the the matchups for the semifinal are going to be Tottenham versus Ajax and Barcelona versus Liverpool. What are you guys' thoughts on these two matchups? And Give me your predictions. Joe, what do you think, man? Ajax Ajax and Tottenham. Ajax, Tottenham. That's a... This is a hard one. There are no easy games in this this part of... This stage of the game. I can see any of these four going to the final. Right. Any of these four winning it all. That's the hard hard part. Um, But going back to just the Ajax, Tottenham game, I... Will say I think Ajax can do it if they can play like they did against Juventus and keep that going. They can they can win the whole thing. They really can. They have the players, and they just the one thing that they really need to do is stop being so naive 
And I say that because sometimes they make an extra dribble when they should shoot or they make a, an extra dribble when they should pass. And if they had, if they just make the right decisions at the right time, which easier yeah. said than done, they could beat anyone. Yeah, there was a couple instances against Juventus where they should have shot the ball and right. they didn't. They just made the extra pass. They were being what unselfish. Are you doing? They just were, take the shot. Yeah, right. And I mean, this but is Tottenham a tough one. could win too. That's the hard part. This is a tough one. Um, I'm gonna go with Ajax. I think I think Ajax is gonna win. Both games two to one, and they're gonna go through four two on aggregate. Uh, they're just they're they're just flying, and I I really do believe that Tottenham's run without Harry Kane is really just gonna catch up because they need that clinical finisher, they need that extra guy, and Son is gonna be out in the first game, the first leg of um um of the semifinal due to suspension. Right, yellow so card accumulation. Yes. Yeah. So. There's, you know, that's that's a huge loss. The most important player. Yeah. And, you know, when you lose, or you, when you don't have Harry Kane and you don't have Son, you have to rely on 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 Deli Alley and Llorente. and and Eric or even Lucas things. Mora. Yeah, or him. You Any know? one of those guys to just come up with something, right? But for me, I think I think Tottenham. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Ix. Has the team? They have the momentum. They're playing quality, quality football. They're playing beyond, beyond, far beyond their FIFA rating. They are incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the combination with uh Daily Blend and uh Frankie De Jong out in the back. Yeah. As, you know how Frankie De Jong plays as a deep lying uh, midfielder. They all how play they can these rotate. combos. They can they can rotate. They, they make that. a they make this combination a triangle just from the cent- just from the back of of passes they switch positions daily blend can go forward and and Frankie de Jong can drop back covering him or they can even fall back to three center backs with blend um Frankie de Jong and delict you know, or you know, it, it's it's, just, it's I mean, so it's so crazy what they can do. It's very this malleable. Is why they're, yeah. they're so versatile, and this is why they can push the ball at any moment of the game. They can build up, control tempo whenever they want to. It's like yeah. they're always in the driver's seat because they're just so versatile. They have so many different options to push forward and control the game. And they do that. They have these ama- like you said. They have these amazing combo plays that they just run from the back. You know, like you said, Danny Blind yeah. and Frankie De Jong, and then it just goes all the way up into attack, and then that attack just explodes. Honestly, they have so many goals in them; they just need to make the right decisions. Yeah, I totally agree. So, what's your prediction, Joe? I think you said. Did you say? <sighs> no, I no, I didn't. Oh, I didn't, didn't give a number. Oh, okay. um, <clears throat> I'm gonna say, I think Ix will win two one first leg. Wait, do we know which one? Uh, it doesn't matter. They'll win. They'll win two one over both legs. I agree with you, Rui. I yeah. think that it'll. I think it'll be four two. Honestly, yeah, I think they they're go pour through, in goals. They'll just pour in goals. I feel like Tottenham will be a little bit vulnerable at the back, and they'll they'll definitely uh, succumb to total football that Ix has. Yeah, I'm with you guys on this one. I know a lot of times I always pick. Either the underdog, or I'll pick the opposite of you guys. Yeah, not, you just not like purpose, to be contrarian. I know, not intentionally. A lot you're of times, I really right too. With your picks, nah, not all the time. 
Sometimes I'm shit well, with well, mine. Maybe he's being yeah. modest. Um, and now he's just he's gonna shit all over us if Todd. No, I don't win. purposely pick something different than you guys. I, I mo- the the vast majority of my picks are, are serious. There's only sometimes when I'll purposely pick like against your teams just to piss yeah, you off. Yeah, I know. But in this one, I I do <laughs> specifically Juve. Um, in this one, I do agree with you guys. I think Ix is gonna walk away. Um, gonna walk away with it. I think. Tottenham's time is finally going to come up. They always, this is the farthest they've gone in the Champions League ever, ever. Um, just like Man City, they always have a habit of screwing up and mailing it in early. <laughs> so they've gotten too far. I think this is where they draw the line. That Ajax has just been playing so well. They beat Real Madrid. They beat Juve. They're going to carry this on. They're going to go into the um, into the final. Cool. But I'm I'm not going to give you a score because I'm fucking dyslexic and I yeah <laughs> I hadn't thought about it yet and with the away goals rule and all that stuff trying to come up with the number gets me all fucking oh, yeah. confused. Sorry, Dylan, we so, made you read those numbers. <clears throat> yeah, no, it starts screwing with me for after a while. Anyway, next matchup: Liverpool Barcelona. Um, Barcelona. Yeah, there, I said it. Barcelona. I think Barcelona is going to go through too. Because they have a certain player named Lionel Messi, who's uh, he's kind of good. So um, if he's firing on all cylinders, yeah. Here's like the difference between Liverpool and Barcelona. So Liverpool, kind of like Juventus, they just grind out wins when they just don't when 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 everything's not going their way. When they're playing sloppy, they find ways to win somehow. At least but that's been the story this season. When right? when and here's like here's the difference here. When Barcelona, when things aren't going the right way for Barcelona, there's one specific guy that makes a difference. He just makes the absolute difference, and his name is Lionel Messi. We saw it with Villarreal when they were down two. Was it two goals? Yeah, two goals. Two it was goals. Four to two in the second half. Comes in, and the game just completely changes. And Barcelona, out of nowhere, just scores two quick goals. I think it was within the last ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You know. Liverpool scored a, a crazy goal against, I think it was Leicester City, or maybe it was Everton. It was that crazy one with um, with Jordan Pickford. I was with Jordan Pickford. Yeah, yeah. Where it went, hit the bar and he like gaffed and everything. And yep. They walked away with three. points I think it was game. Everton. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. They walked away with points like that. Barcelona, on the other hand, they have Lionel Messi, who's just an absolute magician, and anything can really happen. And it's going to come down to him, his heroics, or it's going to come down to the battling of the goalkeepers. Allison, Terstegen, you know, arguably top three goalkeepers in the world right now. Uh, they're in absolute top form. It's going to be it's going to be a gauntlet match between the both of them. I think that either or either one of them, if Liverpool's come on top, it's going to be Allison that's going to make the difference. He's going to make a huge difference. Yeah. So, but. Me, I'm gonna go with Barcelona. I think it's gonna be three to two, Barcelona. Yeah, I would say that uh, three to two, and, the, and then it would be zero zero for for the next one, right? Are you talking about like in general three two? Three to two in in aggregate. Okay, I can I can agree with that. I think that it's actually gonna be three one. I think that I think that that's gonna be the scoreline three one Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be that uh, that severe. 
not say I don't think that Liverpool can hold up to, you know, Barcelona's Barcelona style. I just think that they they have too many weapons, and I don't know if Liverpool can handle that. Yeah, I mean, Liverpool definitely has the talent. Um, their attack is just hasn't been as consistent um, this season as it has as it was last year. And I mean, the, the attacking is still very good, but Mo Salah, the crucial player, the guy that that they all depended on last season, is not having yeah. the same season. I was going to get to that year. too. A right. little bit inconsistent, still great. And it's hard to it's hard to criticize him because unless if you're Ronaldo or Messi, you're the only players that can have those seasons consistently, right. year in and year out. Where Salah, you can you can see that he's phenomenal this year, despite him being a little bit inconsistent and, and a little drop in numbers. But I I don't think it's I don't think it's enough to to go through against Barcelona. Yeah, not this time. I don't not think this time. time. I disagree. Here we doing, go. You're, you're doing Here this we on go. purpose. No, I'm dead serious. I Actually, I might have even said this in the group chat. I said the final was going to be Ajax and Liverpool. I have Liverpool winning this one. Um, I just I think I like the way Liverpool has played this season. I think they're going to be a good test for Barcelona. And I think Barcelona, they've played, uh, they played Lyon. And then they, they had a tough group, but they played Lyon and... Um, Manchester United, mm-hmm. and obviously Manchester United isn't necessarily a cakewalk, or neither, neither one of those teams are kind of a cakewalk, but for the last two rounds now, they've had easier opponents than, easier matchups than some of the other matchups mm-hmm. in, in these knockout rounds, um, and I think that that might come, come back to bite them in the ass. I think... That's fair. I think a lot of these other teams have been playing tough matchups, and they'll be at the top of their game. And um, o- almost as if like Barcelona's gone on like too many days rest. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Uh, they haven't had a good. They haven't. Had they haven't a good had a good test. Yeah. In a little bit. Um, and uh, yeah, and I think that might come back to bite them in the ass. Yeah, I think that's a fair argument. Um, and also, I think Barcelona, just this team, obviously Liverpool has that that historic Champions League DNA. Um, but this team still has it from Barcelona. Yeah. And obviously, Liverpool's main improvements in goalkeeping, no doubt. <laughs> um, defense, it's still the same defense, but they've, better. Been, they've just gotten better. They've been more consistent. And then the midfielding, they just add the midfield position, they added more depth, a lot yeah. better. And even better players. Keita, when he's hot, he's great. Fabinho has been great this season for them. And also, they added Shakiri for an extra player on the attack. You know, Liverpool is a great team. They're better than last year, despite not being as effective as they were attacking, pouring in as many goals. Um, I'm still, obviously, I'm still sticking with Barcelona, but I won't be surprised if Liverpool really, really yeah, steals it. Well or said. even manhandles Barcelona. Yeah, I, I mean, like... Uh, <sighs> Your opinion didn't change my mind, Dylan. Don't say that. But you definitely raised a good point in saying that Barcelona haven't had a good test yet this year. And Liverpool is probably that um, going to be that test. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. All right, boys. Well, we're running out of time. Any uh, final words before we wrap things up? I just want to give a shout out to both Evan and Eddie who were you know taking over while i was gone i just want to both did a phenomenal job they really did they did an excellent excellent job 
and I hope that we can all do an episode with them at some point soon. Absolutely. Kimura? Um, I forgot to mention this earlier. IX has the opportunity of winning the treble. So ah, that's right. I hope they can do it. I, I I'm that would be cool. pretty cool. I'm gonna pull for IX. I think we're all pulling for IX. Before they do, you know, they're the under the underdog team. Yeah. You know, my heart says IX, but my mind says Barcelona. That's the team that I think they will win. If I were to put money on, it's mm-hmm. Barcelona. But IX has my heart. I hope they do do it though. I think that I want to see IX win the treble before this whole team gets dismantled and we never see them play all together again. True. True on that. We are-